Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Rolling along here on a Friday on Sabres Live, the defending Stanley Cup champions are 2-0. and We saw an empty netter turn into the game-winning goal last night for the New Jersey Devils. And put some respect on Jonas Siegenthaler, Marty. Remember that from last year? He had three assists last night. So he's among the early season defense scoring leaders. All of this falls under the league-wide umbrella which is why we bring in Shana Goldman for everything NHL. Hi, Shana. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Well, we were, you know, hoping we were doing this on a different day because we didn't want to hear about the greatness of Adam Fox too much on the heels <laughs> of a 5-1 Rangers win over the Sabres last night. But uh, what was your take from the, the opener for both? Yeah, um, I think there is a lot to, I mean, it look, it's one game. There's 81 games to go. And it's so hard to like not make it sound like a big conclusion and overestimation. But they're like the early returns for the Rangers is that they look a lot cleaner at five on five. It felt like under Gerard Gallant, they never really clinched on to his system and there were never any adjustments made. And it looks like that's already a difference. You're seeing clean breakouts out of the zone. You're just seeing a more stable game at five on five. So that's a good building block for them to continue on this year if they can hold it up for 81 more games. You know, no small task there. And for the Sabres. It's a little bit more of the same. It's some of what we saw in preseason, right? The defensive game definitely needs work. That top line is very good. That top defensive pair is very good. But you need that consistency throughout the lineup. You need a little bit more of an offensive punch at five on five. And you need a stronger defense at five on five. But, like, it's it's a process, right? It's one game. And we'll see where it goes. Okay, let me ask you this. I don't recall Peter Laviolette's teams that it is the Nashville Predators or the Washington Capitals play a 1-3-1 through the neutral zone and be this shot-blocking, like, masterful teams. Is this just because he has the horses, especially on the back end, to be like, hey, you guys going to block a lot of shots? Or was that something new with Peter Laviolette saying he is going to evolve with a different system in his uh, in his coaching? Yeah, I feel like he's been, you know, known to try to protect the middle in front of goaltenders a little bit more, but not as much. Like, you don't think of defensive stalwarts under him in recent years. You yeah. think of more defensive-minded teams with the Predators, but then we see, you know, that next wave with John Hines, and that was a true defensive system. It was different. And with the Capitals, you know, the same is true. I think it's the influence of the assistant coaches a little bit, because with Washington, he wasn't with Phil Housley, and now he's back. 
as he was with the Predators. And I wonder about the influence of someone like Michael Pekka on how he's trying to evolve because I can't, and Dan Muse as well. I can't see Muse and Pekka coming in and bringing nothing innovative to the table. They seem like really, you know, strong up and coming coaches. Uh, We know Pekka. So yeah, I think when it comes to defensive play and defensive forwards and all of that, I think there's a lot of Michael Pekka influence there. So yeah, absolutely. Were there any Sabres that stood out for you in a, in a, in a positive way, Shana? Yeah. I mean, I think the top line, you know, I think Tuck looked a little bit off, but like, it was good to see Cage uh, creating offense. I think that there's, you know, work to be done there for everybody. Rust to shake off. I mm-hmm. thought that Darlene looked strong at points in the game. I think him and Samuelson together looked good. I was a little underwhelmed by some of the rest of the lineup, but I, even guys like Jordan Greenway, I think that there's potential there and you can see the bite and the hard to play against and that, you know, forechecking ability, I think is going to be really strong from him as the mm-hmm. year goes on. Like, I think the Sabres are so good off the rush. We know that about them, but I'm going to be interested to see how they round out their game. And I feel like someone like that's going to help. Can we add a new, and I know people are going to scream at their TV or radio set when they list hear what I have to say. Can we add a new coaches challenge category just once a game that you get it right or you don't get it right where you can challenge a penalty? So when a guy like Adam like Fox that. grabs the stick of Zach Benson and pulls him off and then they call Benson for hooking, you can challenge and say that didn't happen because that's Kreider's goal that ends up being the game winning goal makes it to nothing. Could we, could we like, Test that with the NHL. I don't know. Maybe you have a little bit of weight. Write an article about it or something. Me, I have weight. Yeah, if I had my way, <laughs> if I had my way, we're going to be seeing five forward power play units all the time. We're yeah. going to be seeing offsides completely abolished. Like I would be changing so many rules. I don't hate that though, honestly, because I think the NHL is teetering this weird line where they're trying to be super efficient. And like, what a concept. Who among us doesn't want to be efficient, right? But yeah. it, it feels like they pick and choose what they want to be efficient with. And it's so menial, like this millimeter of offside. And now we're debating, is a skate in the air? Is this, like, it's so much that sometimes you're like, can we go for things that might be a little easier to spot? I love the system in place where it's you can see a major and you can call it as a major and then you get the chance to review and reduce. And you can't do that with every penalty. But I feel like, you know, if the coaches could throw a flag on the ice yes. something for a little more drama, right? Who doesn't want drama in games? Um, why not? I think it can make something a little bit more interesting. I wish that there was an eye in the sky ref who could call down, though, and say, hey, yeah. wait, 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 wait reverse that call just an extra checking system i think that's what i would put in first i think the league would probably go for that first but just have that extra referee to kind of be like a vibe check so if they call something immediately they could be like never mind we're waving it off and they can have two tablets in front of them plus a live view whatever it is one of the most entertaining aspects of the ultra skilled national lacrosse league is when coaches with velocity Throw that challenge flag as far as possible to get the officials' attention. I would love to see more of that. In or when Bill Belichick throws it at the sideline judge, like right at his feet, like boom. Like a little go. baby. Yes. <laughs> Pouty. Pouty. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, nothing to pout about with Vegas right now, Shana. They uh, they are dialed in. They've got wins for both their top netminders right out of the blocks. Um, were they your preseason choice? To repeat oh, or, oh, oh no, oh no. Who's your choice? No. Um, 
I think Dallas is actually my choice. It's oh, like it's it's a good. A sh- shootout winner for Matt Duchesne in his Dallas debut. So. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like they were the most underrated contender going into last year's. And I hate saying like underrated because I feel like it's such a snobby term to be like, oh, that's so underrated. Like, oh, I'm so ahead of the curve. Like, I'm not. I'm just saying I think that they were the playoff team to get the least hype going into the, you know, going into it last year when they had an elite penalty kill, elite goaltending, elite power play. They are more than a one line team. And I think they got even better with with their depth in the offseason. And you know, it's just a little bit of work on the defense. Like I wouldn't be giving Ryan Suter as meaningful minutes minutes as they do, but otherwise I think Dallas might be the team to watch, but if we can get a Western conference final of Dallas versus Vegas once more, I'm not complaining at all. I'm hyped for their game on Tuesday personally. Well, they do have a goaltender in Jake Ottinger who was second before the season started in odds to win the uh, Vesna Trophy, I believe. Vasilevsky was one, and then you had Saros and Shesterkin after that. And then one guy that I saw at plus 2,000 is Philip Gustafson. Would that be the sneakiest pick with the shutout, 40-save shutout last night against the Florida uh, Panthers? For- 41, I think. 41, I should say. Yes, you're right. Um, would that be a sneaky pick right now to say Philip Gustafson for the Vesna at the end of the year? Absolutely. I think he saved, according to Natural Statric, I think they had him at 3.86 goals above expected last night, which is absolutely incredible. Um, You know, he was so good last year. He was in the top 10 in goal saved above expected last year. He was up there in quality starts. He was up there in, you know, steals. The problem was he didn't play as much as some of the other starters. So, you know, for counting stats like that, you're counting how many steals, how many quality starts or goals saved of expected. The more you play, the better you can be because you have more opportunity. Of course, that's more opportunity to lose points and things like that as well. But, you know, he was so excellent last year. And obviously he has to prove that that wasn't a fluke. That's who he truly is. And I do think it was a very good start for him last year to show like he was a 1A goalie and this is the year to say I'm a bona fide starter. He's a sneaky good pick. And yes, he's not behind a very good defensive team. So I think people are going to, you know, look at him and go, oh, but you're, you know, you're playing behind the wild. He's still that top notch, yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, he's got the gus bust. Did you guys see the video? The Minnesota Wild put out, it says, it's not weird, it's wild. And he's oh driving God. the school bus with Marcus Foligno, like as a kid with a ball in the bus and the Gus bus, they call it. It's awesome. I need to see that. I need that. Well, it's it's quite frankly shocking that anybody on this panel would have debated that he wouldn't have made more than other free agent goaltenders in his class. Because you had summer. him, right, Duffer? You had him at the top. <laughs> and you can say all you want that Minnesota's a fine defensive team, but their 41 saves uh, is is maybe a little, uh, little much for their liking, but they emerged with the victory. And sadly, the other thing that falls into the one-for-one one category, Columbus played a game, and Columbus lost a significant player due to injury in Zach Wierenski. Please, Shayna, make this stop. I, I, I feel for the Jackets fan base. Zach Wierenski need by Garnet Hathaway last night, and he's out for likely a week to two. The only good news for the Jackets is they were able to recall a terrific prospect in David Juracek. Yeah, and they're lucky. I think it's at one to two weeks versus anything more serious. I don't know what Zach Wierenski did in his past life to deserve this. I <sighs> think the Blue Jackets need to get him a nice bundle of sage. They need to give him like what, like a rabbit's tail. Every single superstition give this man because he's such a good player and everybody keeps underrating him because they're not seeing a full season from him. And I don't even think that people are looking at it going, well, he's injury prone because it's not like, oh, he has a groin issue. Oh, he has a knee issue. And it's repeatable things. It's just, I think that people forget how good he is because they don't get to see him enough and enough away from 
Seth Jones even, because I think everyone thought of them together and haven't seen him thrive individually when I think he's so excellent in his own right. So, you know, I'm, I've had enough of the Zach Wierenski erasure and I can't, I can't fix this until he's healthy. Once he's healthy and playing, then we can scream about how good he is and people maybe will listen. Yeah, and and Duffer, you mentioned it's a knee. It was kind of a weird hit, though. It's not yep. like somebody sticking the knee out. It's like a a leg on leg, knee on knee kind of collision. Now he's got a quad contusion or some sort. Um, right. So that's what the way was called for kneeing on the play. That was the yeah. point of emphasis. I was. Trying he to led make. with yeah. his front leg to take the hit, but he didn't yeah. pull it aside. It's a weird look. Uh, we've seen that a few times. Um, breaking. And by news. the way, how do we get fined for it? The, the maximum yes. five thousand. There's another thing you can change about the NHL when you garner more weight, uh, Shana. They get rid of these ridiculous fines and actually make it meaningful. So. Well, yeah, right. the same thing happens everywhere. The NFL finding Greg Kittle uh, ten grand for the as as T shirt, and I'm like, he knew he was going to lose money right away, and he still wore it. Right, doesn't matter. Hey, breaking news: somebody's making money. Devontae's signed a seven year extension at seven and a quarter million a year. Uh, what do you make of the numbers? Is is Devontae's a top five, top seven, top ten defenseman in the NHL? Oh God! Now I have to count on my hands who would go ahead. No, of him. but that salary um, doesn't even put him there. <laughs> no, his salary yeah. doesn't put him there at all. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely. I, I think I could safely say he's like top ten. I feel like it's guys like him, like the top five. It's probably guys like Fox, McCarr, McAvoy. I would put Darlene in the top ten. Um, Shane I'd go Theodore. top twenty-five I, here. I think Taves and Theodore are the guys like on the fringes of the ten. But maybe I'm counting wrong, and I'm gonna, I'm going to like forget. <laughs> You know, defenseman and be kicking myself the second we're done here because that's like I feel like the vibe right now. We're so rusty. It's it's you know we're not even a week into the season, but I think it's a great contract. So you top ten paid defensemen are Carlson, Dalin, Dowdy, Wernski, Jones, McAvoy, Fox, Nurse, Yossi, McCarr, and Hamilton. That's eleven. But I um, cringe hearing before that Taves? Jones and Nurse contract what, every time. What, what will yeah. Taves be with the extension? Where, where where will he rank? He'll Party. probably be ranked. I have got the uh, the top eleven here from next year, oh, sorry, um, so he'll probably be online, like old school fifteenth oh. or twentieth, <laughs> like between fifteenth and twentieth, probably. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this is since we're going to sign off right now. I'm going to publicly say what I told you earlier, Shana, and that was you received a wonderful bouquet of compliments oh, yes. from our guests at the Sabers luncheon earlier this week. So thank you for making our show better. You are adored and welcomed every week, and we love having you. Thank you. I love doing this. <laughs> Marty, nothing nice to say? Uh, I do have something nice to say, but I was looking. <laughs> so next year, Devontae's will be the 29th IS defenseman in the National Hockey League starting next year. That's even That's worse it. than I thought. That's it. The 29th. He's behind Vince Dunn, Morgan Rowley, Eggblad, Spurgeon, Orlov, Quinn Hughes. Like that's 29th. He's going to be ranked. Wow. See, my instincts are right. I'd have him around 25th. So you that's have him around good. 25th that's... in like value though. Like you... maybe I just, it's, oh. I'm like you, I'm sitting here hedging my bets. Cause I feel like I'm going to forget a whole bunch of names in the process <laughs> of identifying this, but let's just say it's great value for the abs. He's Absolutely a critical piece for them, and they are undoubtedly thrilled to get this done. Shana, we'll do this again next week, and see you soon. Thanks. We'll wrap Sabres <laughs> Live after this. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. 
Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.